DJ Picture with us on Thursday. DJ, we were just randomly looking at odds. And right now, Florida State, if you bet it today, and Brad Powers posted these odds that are bettable today, Florida State would be a one-point favorite over LSU. TJ, are you there? He dropped off. We'll see if we can reconnect with him. TJ Pittenger with us every Thursday. Tomorrow, oh, oh, I do have an announcement. No Kevin tomorrow. He's got budget meetings all day. We can't tape today. Not going to be able to tape today. Looking forward to that. A lot of things to talk about. And obviously wanted to get into the Brandon Miller thing, too. And uh, he's going to be tied up. He is at the University of Kentucky where he works. And he's going to be in long meetings. Will not be able to get out of those to spend time with us to kick around Alabama. And talk about Alabama football coming up here. And then, of course, the basketball team. And, of course, everybody wants to talk about Brandon Miller. And various sides to that story. We read Greg Burns' account of it earlier, if you missed it. Early hour one, we talked about that here. T.J. Pittenger will be with us. Do we have him back yet, Pat? All right. T.J., what I was saying is you can bet some of these games already next year. And if you wanted to today, somebody could bet. Florida State minus one is the line against LSU. I like it. I like Florida State minus one. I mean, and I think that that's probably a fair line. I I expected it to be maybe a little closer to like Florida State minus three. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a neutral site game that's in Florida State's backyard. But LSU gets the same ticket allotment, so it's not like you know, FSU is going to have 90, 10 fans there or anything like that. I mean, it's, it's going to be pretty close to 50-50. And uh, I don't know how much travel really is a big deal because LSU is going to be on about an hour flight. And I'd imagine that Florida State takes a three-hour bus ride. So, you know, I don't, I don't know there's a big travel advantage. And I think both teams are going to be really, really good. I, I do think Florida State was a little more consistent. You know, LSU has that kind of blemish to A&M at the end of the year last year. So a lot of people say, oh, well, you got to play LSU early before they really got rolling and, and got to be a really good team. Well, LSU was kind of inconsistent up and down last year, um, and, and they kind of showed some blemishes at the beginning of the year, at the end of the year. And so, yeah, I like FSU in that game. Long way to go until you get there, but certainly would not be surprised with an LSU win at all. Uh, I do think Florida State has a better quarterback, and uh, that's no shot at Jaden Daniels at all. I just think that Jordan – Travis is a top five QB in the country, and that's probably why I think they have a, a little bit better shot at winning. But uh, can, it, can it get here a little quicker? You know, February lines are fun, but I'd rather this be a September line. <laughs> well, I got, a, I got a more distant one for you. You can bet Clemson minus three. Of course, they'll be at home against Florida State. You can bet that one today. That one's pretty crazy, isn't it? That, that you know, essentially what Vegas is telling you is that these teams are identical – and we're going to give them three points for being in Death Valley. Um, you know, Florida State fans may or may not like this. I think I like the value on Clemson there better. But, yeah, as a Florida State fan, you got to love that. you got to love that Vegas is saying, yeah, you two teams are identical. If, if this game was in Tallahassee, Florida State would be a three-point bet. We would expect Florida State to win the game. Um, so, you know, it's early. Florida State goes out and beats LSU, 
and Clemson doesn't look like world beaters with Klubnik to start the year, Florida State's going to go into that game maybe only as a point dog or maybe as a pick So, you know, the, the opening weekend's going to have a little bit of an impact on that one when it comes around, but you know, we've been telling we've been we've been telling Florida State fans you're going to be favored to win the ACC or just slightly behind Clemson, and Vegas might agree with that if they're basically saying you're 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 even money there. One more, you can bet Jordan Travis plus eight fifty for the Heisman today. So probably ahead of him is what is uh, Caleb Williams and and uh, Dre, uh, Dre May uh, Drake May Drake May. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, in the top and, couple there. I'll pull it so, up, but yeah. I think he's got a better chance than Drake May because I think Florida State's going to have a better season than UNC. And though Drake may put up better stats, we all know that if Jordan Travis puts up 80 to 90% of Drake's stats and goes 11-1, and one, he's going to win it, right? Because, you know, if UNC goes 9-3 and three or whatever, like they're just, that's just how it works. So I think he's got a better chance than him, and then – there's not been a repeat winner. There's certainly some repeat fatigue since, you know, Archie. So I, I don't think Caleb wins it either. And so I think there's good value there for Jordan. Again, I, I know I'm drinking a lot of Kool-Aid here, but I, I don't think May wins it. I don't think Williams wins it. Now, that's not to say that Jordan automatically takes it. There's some other really good quarter. Bo Nix is going to be in the conversation. and some, But I, if Florida State has the year we think they might, and they go 11-1 and or by chance 12-0, and He's going to win the Heisman. And so I think you, you know, and that whether right or wrong, it goes to the best player on the best team. That, that's just what happens. And so, uh, yeah, I think that there's a, there's a good shot and, and you can get some really good value there. I got to correct something. Jordan Travis is in the two slot. It's plus Woo. 800. Drake May is plus 850. So it's Caleb Williams plus 500. Jordan Travis plus 800. Then Drake May plus 850 two slot yeah i think that makes sense i mean florida state's got a better chance to win the acc than unc does drake will probably and florida state's also more balanced i think and so drake is probably going to put up better stats than jordan like i you know uh, is he gonna have the same impact is he gonna be the same play i don't know but i think he'll put up better stats but winning matters with the heisman so uh, i think that i think you're gonna see jordan you know have a better shot to win that thing Humble Seeker on Twitter. Guys, Florida State LSU will be a heck of a matchup. Another one, though, to watch out is TCU, 17-and-a-half point favorite over Coach Prime. Now, here's what the catalyst is for my next question. It's come up a couple of times on this show, and it popped up again yesterday. Coach Prime, they're selling tickets to the spring game. They've sold more tickets than they've given away the last 10 years or something, right? It's already 30,000 tickets, and they're actually charging now, and they never charged in the past. But when I bring it up, Florida State fans, there's, there's, and I don't know if it's love or hate, but they don't all line up for Dion. And it, there's a perceived loyalty issue there, right? Is that it? Yeah, so if people are my age, which I'm, I'm not terribly old, I was born in 90, so if people are my age or younger, they never saw Dion play for Florida State. So I think they're appreciative of what he did, but they're not necessarily, you know, they, they saw Jameis and they saw Peter Warwick and they saw Snoop Bennett. And so I think that plays into it a little bit. I also think that Florida State fans, 
not they not that athletes have to do this, but Dion never came around and, and really did anything for Florida State during his NFL career, during his um, you know broadcasting career, you know post college, he's never really done anything for FSU, and so I think fans are somewhat aware of that. And then you throw in the the the, the Travis Hunter thing and how Dion seems like he said some things that fans are not a fan. You know, I, I don't know. Dion's still, like, on the FSU Mount Rushmore, and he made Florida State what it is. And, you know, greatest defensive back of all time played at your college and probably gives FSU their seat at the table in the DBU conversation. And so it's a balance. But, yeah, they're certainly not thrilled with the way that, that Dion has, you know, maybe been post-college, you know, and then your older heads, I think, that watched him play, they appreciate it more. But your young kids that never saw him play, they don't have that affinity for him because, you know, I'm a huge Lakers fan, and I love Magic for everything that he's done for L.A., but I never watched Magic Johnson play one game, and so, you know, it's different to me than Kobe or Shaq or any of those guys, and I think that's kind of what it is, too. They don't have that long-standing loyalty of 40 years of, you know, having – watch this guy grow up and develop and be at Florida State and that and the other. So, yeah, I also think that when you see other guys, again, this is not required of any athlete once they graduate, but when you see other guys like Charlie Ward and Derek Brooks and Warwick Dunn and Jameis and Peter Warwick and all these guys, like, continuously come back around the program and give back to the program and be Kylie of the program kind of through thick and thin, those are the guys you're going to kind of, like, sign with a little more. And Dion's really never done any of that. He's always been about Dion, right? Which is fine. That's not a big deal. But then when fans don't have your back at every turn, if you're not going to claim us, we're not going to claim you type thing is the way I think a lot of people think, right? Whether that's right or wrong, I think that's what goes into it. I can bring it up. I can just be playing around and say, you know, someday he may be the coach at Florida State, and I get immediate pushback. It is not (laughs) confetti party time. They they don't want to hear it. Well, you know, I I think that at – uh, at Jackson State, he was able to just bring in the absolute best talent and and just be head and shoulders above everybody else. And at Colorado, uh, he's going to have a lot more work uh, to be able to do that. Now they've they've done some nice things in recruiting. They've recruited some skill positions really really well. Uh, I know the Pac-12 is not a terribly difficult conference to win. It's probably the worst that or the ACC. And so I, I think that you're, you're kind of thinking like, okay, well, what does he end up doing there where he can't just immediately be better than everybody else, right? Like he's competing with Oregon and USC. And, that, and so it's like, if he could make it work at Colorado, what does that spell for his ultimate future? Can he get a, a really big time job? I think there was some question around it. And I think that going into last season, some FSU fans really thought like, Hey, if, Norvell just totally tanks the bat. Like, why not just take the gamble on Dion? And then you had other fans that were completely opposed to that. But Norvell kind of turning things around. I think we're in a little bit better spot now. Tell everybody how they can get your content. Yeah, double prize, no flaw. Search on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're at. Check it out. All right, man. See you next week. Hey, buddy. TJ Fenton, outstanding every Thursday. We're clear the rest of the way. Omni National Hotel.